Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Love Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Fools in Love Podcast. Today, we are so excited to have Rumesa Kuwaja. Rumesa is certified in social and emotional intelligence for leadership and coaching. She has built her career helping people achieve dynamic, positive changes in their lives by providing them with meaningful tools to implement day-to-day. Rumesa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Super pumped. So before we get started, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you got to this point? Yeah. So... A little bit about myself. I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. I was, I'm first generation. My parents immigrated from India. Grew up with a mom with mental illness. So growing up for me, I was always trying to find my identity, trying to fit in, trying to figure it all out. And, you know, not having mom available to me was always looking at external locus of control of just trying to, sometimes I'd find the right friend, sometimes they wouldn't be the right fit. But uh, I I noticed, you know, throughout my life, I would kind of just take these big risks, not even knowing they were like big, scary risks. I went into fashion and moved to New York City after college and worked for some top designers. And from there, I was there for three and a half years in New York City, then moved to LA, lived there for 10 years working in film, in the film industry. And I was always, the common denominator was I was always social and I was able to network and connect people. And that was my gift. And, but there was this underlining feeling that I had consistently, which was, when's my turn? When am I going to make the money? When am I going to have the boyfriend? When am I? There was this victim. I was leading through victimhood. Right. Uh, And, you know, just understanding like, okay, well, you know, why are these things, quote unquote, happening to me? And it was one of my best friends in LA. She had just broken up with a boyfriend and was taking an online seminar in Chicago and doing some personal development work. And I, I was in my 30s never had done any work on myself. You know, it was kind of like living, like I said, externally and just trying to like follow the yellow brick road. I'll do fashion entertainment, you know, jumping to the next thing. So I decided to finally do this weekend course in Chicago. She was nudging me, nudging me. And I did this weekend course. And I don't know if you guys ever done any personal development workshops or, you know, courses. I don't know if you guys have done that, but it's like this journey of, I go on Friday, oh my gosh, who are these people? Oh, (laughs) I have so much, I've got it, you know, under control and, you know, and by Sunday, you know, you're popping and there's all these aha moments and you're just like connecting and you're exchanging phone numbers and you're just loving on each other. And that was the first moment in my life. I was like, oh my goodness, I do not have to live in victimhood. I can shift to power. The circumstance of not having a mother, you know, I had a lot of anger. I was running away from home. So finally honoring and addressing that and understanding that processing that was huge. So huge for me. So it was that moment that I decided to do 
some more work on myself. And I did a year program, which led me to my unthinkable goal of going for my master's in coaching and leadership. Because guys, I grew up thinking <laughs> I was the athlete. I wasn't the smart one. I don't do school. So uh, I went for school. You know, I was like, I'm learning all this stuff about myself. I want to help others. So that's what led me to, um, to doing this. So in a nutshell, the cliff notes version. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And I'm always interested to hear about people's journeys. And it, it, it's, it's funny because we're a lot the same way because you just like the personal development side, like thinking about yourself, it seems like you always get stuck in a place where, like you said, you're either like the victim or you're just trying to help others. And I think naturally, like human nature, like you want to be able to like help other people, but you, it's more unnatural, it seems like to do something for yourself or to kind of take an inner look at yourself. So it's just amazing to hear about all the things you went through, because that's kind of like what we feel like once you start moving into the space and looking at yourself and taking a deeper look, it's like your eyes become opened to all kinds of new things. 100%. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, living in this, in this world, you know, this projection of how you think you see the world and, and being like, oh, but let's take action, you know? And so that was that, that year that I started working on myself, I was serial dating and I was like learning, what do I like? What do I not like? Who do, oh, I don't have to put up with this. I don't need to, you know, surround myself with this, you know, these type of people. And sure enough, like I turned 40 when I turned 40, got married, we became prego, all these things all in the same year. And then here I am in the Quad Cities of Iowa. Right <laughs> wow. <laughs> so <laughs> we know one of the big things that you help people with is just becoming more productive. And I know that productivity is just such a hot topic these days. So with all of us always striving to do more and raise our own personal bar, we know how important it is to just use our time wisely. And we want to know, where do you find is the best place to begin when you're going down this road of becoming more productive? Yes. So it all comes back to us, right? So what are the top three things that we want to get done? And and do we even know what we want to do to begin with? You know, a lot of times, I mean, growing up for me was like following the yellow brick road, like I said, and it wasn't until I came up with some goals, right? So we talk about like, what are the big goals? Like, what are the big goals that we want to achieve? And then what are the goals that we're going to do to implement each and every day to get us to our big goals? So, so if we're going to even break it on down to daily of, you know, what are we, what are we doing? What are our routines like? How do we wake up in the morning? What do we do in the morning? What do we even like, what do we use as our alarm clock? Do we use our cell phone? Because I don't know about you guys, but it's very easy when you use your phone as an alarm clock to start checking messages before you lean over and kiss or hug your spouse. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you guys have never done that before. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I've never have. I mean, (laughs) but... Yeah. So we, we clearly, you know, and then it creates a cycle where we're like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been checking messages, responding. Oh, I got to get ready for work. And sometimes you skip breakfast and then you're rushing out the door and then you get to the office and you're playing catch up the entire day and not getting all the things that you want to get done done. So 
it's like this vicious cycle. And then maybe you are staying late at work and you're late to pick up the kids or you get home and it's, you're too tired to make dinner. Or you miss out on a workout. And so, so really attuning to yourself of like, what is important? What are the things that you want to accomplish in health, in your relationships, in spirituality? Like, are you setting yourself up for positivity for the day to actually get things done? So something that's been working for me, which I suggest to my clients, is first thing in the morning, give yourself an hour. I know an hour sounds a lot like how many of us are always, I don't have enough time. There's not enough hours in the day. And I have to tell you, like, I quote unquote, am not a morning person. Uh, I have a three and a half year old. But the moment I decided to wake up early, two hours early, actually, I've been doing, and I will take the first hour to do my workout, get her done first thing in the morning. And it doesn't have to be crazy workouts. It could be stretching, yoga, meditation. It could be just strength training. But I'll, I'll go for a, a jog for 30 minutes and I'll come back and I'll write in my journal and I'll write about my goals. So I'll write about the, the big goals. What are the crazy ones that you don't want anyone to know because they're just so crazy and someone will like roll their eyes at you, that kind of crazy writing those big ones. And then I'll write about five, five things of gratitude. So what are the things that I'm really grateful for? Because if we're not focusing on the things that make us happy that we're thankful for, it's very easy to focus on all the things that we're not doing, right? So, so focusing on the things that I am doing and I'm grateful, my family, you know, my health, all the things. And then, um, and then what's the goal, the goal that I'm going to accomplish today? And just not getting overwhelmed with, you know, I used to write like 10 goals that I'm going to like power through today and I want to get done on my list. And then it moves to the next day and then it moves to the next day. And then you start like feeling like you, you start feeling like horrible because you're not getting it done and you feel like you're a failure at life. And <laughs> right. And, uh, and so really like limiting to three things a day of like, what are the things you want to tackle? And, and what about tackling the hardest one first, getting it done? So I suggest in the morning, tackle those hard tasks because your brain is energized and you're ready to take on the world and leave the, the easy and the fun ones for the afternoon when you already had your lunch and you're winding down a little bit. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit. We get very bogged down with everything happening around us rather than, you know, staying aligned with what our goals truly are. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. I, I'm just sitting here nodding my head, honestly, but it, it's, <laughs> I, I think the problem that a lot of people have is we get stuck in this cycle where we're really, really busy. So we're mm-hmm. constantly doing something, but we're not necessarily being productive. Like we're doing a lot of things and we think just by doing a lot of things and constantly going and constantly taking action on something that we're being like productive. But then at the end of the day, you get there and you're like, what did I really accomplish? I went here, there and everywhere, but I haven't really accomplished anything. Mm -hmm. And that's an amazing thing to me. Also, just touching back on what you said about 
the morning routine. I mean, we've implemented that for ourselves where we wake up an hour earlier a day and we tell all of our audience all the time, which is why I'm happy to hear it from someone else about how amazing and how much more time you give yourself and how you set yourself up so well for the day when you take that option, take that opportunity and just get up early. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) You feel so much more accomplished. It's like, oh, I got this. I got this. (laughs) Right. Yes, it is. So I wanted to ask because you talked about setting goals. So what I wanted to know is how important is it to set clear goals with like clear expectations of what you're trying to accomplish? Because I know I always got stuck in the place where I was like, you know, I want to be fit. I want to be healthy, but I didn't give any practical steps or like benchmarks or things where, where I was trying to go or what I was trying to do. So at the end of it, how did I really know whether I accomplished it or not? Mm-hmm. So like how important do you feel it is to set like clear goals and clear expectations for where you're trying to go? Oh, yes. So exactly. And, and, and the other piece to that is, you know, not even celebrating those many wins. So how can you celebrate the many wins if you don't even know, you know, appreciate it? So, so having this goal of, you know, forget about the weight, forget it. Let's talk health. You brought up health. So, okay, I want to be healthier. You know, some people want to say like, I want to lose 20 pounds. And I, I always tell my clients, forget the weight, but let's, let's focus on, okay, why do you want to lose the 20 pounds? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, feel healthier. I want to move more. I want to be able to play with my kids. Okay, great. So what are you doing? Are you, what are the things each and every day that you're doing that is aligned with getting healthier? Because if you're going through the Starbucks drive-through every day, getting your venti, you know, caramel frappuccino, that's not going to get you there. So really being self-aware and aligned of what you're doing each day to get you to your health journey. So it's that three, 30 minutes of movement every day. Are you, when you are eating and you're stressed out, what are you going for when you're eating? What are you choosing? Who are you surrounding yourself with too? Because the minute that you decide and you declare that you want to be healthy, are these people that want the same goals, have the same vision? So having these clear expectations of, okay, so I'm going to set myself up for success. Maybe I'm going to meal plan ahead of time. Like on Sunday, I'm going to meal plan for the week, or I'm going to meal plan the day before, but I'm going to plan when I'm going to eat today. Maybe I'm going to bring my lunch to work, but really, if you, if you know where you want to get to, let's have these individual clear expectations every day of what you're going to do to set yourself up for success. When it comes to work, you know, there's maybe there's something that, you know, you want to get done and Bob keeps coming to your cubicle and keeps wanting to shoot the beep. And so he just wants to <laughs> come oh, in. Bob. <laughs> oh, Bob, you just wanted, or Kathy wants to just chit chat and gossip and just like talk about, you know, Sally over there. So, so really having these expectations of like, okay, I've got these three things I want to tackle at the office today. And this person keeps coming in and bothering. So being okay with saying, Hey, I'm on, I'm on a deadline. I'll talk to you later. Being okay to be, to tell someone no to that you're busy focusing. Also getting the social media off of the phone or like time chunking. Time chunking is so beneficial. 
setting it up for however you want to set it up 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or 40 minutes, but you use that time, you tackle the first thing on your list and you go hard, you go big and, and then you celebrate by, okay, the timer goes off. You give yourself five minutes, then you can talk to Bob or Sally, you know, or you can go grab your coffee or your water or take a restroom break, but really like being intentional and staying in your lane, like be feeling like you're in your driver's seat rather than people coming at you in different directions. Right. Now, I think I, I think I know exactly what you're saying by time chunking, but can you just give me a quick, quick crash course on what that actually means? Yes. So time chunking, you're turning off your phone, you're putting it away for, again, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And, and then you, you are like tackling the goal. So, so you stop, you save and you step away after, you know, you do your hard work for 40 minutes, you stop, you step away, and then you just like get away from the work for a little bit. And then you get back into it after five or 10 minutes and you tackle it again. So you continuously, you're setting your timer for that, that 40 minutes or whatever works for you. And then you're stepping away and you're taking a break and you're going back in. So you're, you're playing a little bit too. You know, some people I think get caught up in working like, and I, I'm guilty of this, you know, from working, I can't play. I got to like tackle the, the thing and I, I can't be, you know, I can't joke around. Right. That's, work. That's me too. Like Brandon always is like, oh my gosh, you need to step away from your desk. You're stressing me out. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys work together. We do. So I work with my husband. So I totally get it. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he says the same type of thing to you sometimes. Oh gosh. He's always like, can I just play? You know, like, can we have fun? You can have fun while you work. And so this has been one of the things that I've been consciously working on is that, okay, I can have fun. And during these times, so it's a compromise. So the time chunk, I work hard. And then during those 10 minutes, I'll come, I'll, I'll come play. I'll giggle. We'll joke around. Maybe we'll even like go for a walk and get some air, put our feet in the grass and connect with nature. But just really, really being attuned and aware that life is, doesn't have to be so serious. Yeah. And have fun. That's a hard lesson to learn. I mean, I don't probably for a lot of people it's not, but sounds like you might be a little bit more like me. And that's been a very hard and long lesson to kind of sink my teeth into. Especially if you have kids, right? Because it's like Exactly. I only have this amount of time to do this. And then yeah, you gotta you gotta like be intentional and then you're like, I gotta pick up the kid. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yep, we're we're going through all that too. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit to distractions. I know you had mentioned like put down your phone, which is probably the number one distraction for all of us. But how do you recommend just staying focused or even refocusing ourselves if we're being pulled in a million different directions? I mean, phone or not, whatever that distraction is, how do we really take that and and make it work for us so that we can refocus even when we do get lost in it? Yeah. So the minute that you find that you're typing on your keyboard and you don't even know what you're writing or that you find that you start scrolling and you're getting, you're getting on social media and you're like drifting off, you know, that's, that's your cue right there to be, okay, something I'm not engaged in the work that I'm doing or I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I'm going to stop. And whether it is, you know, there's so many great uh, even on YouTube, meditations on there, five-minute meditations, 10-minute. But take a breather. 
and and connect connect with yourself in whatever way that works for you. Meditation, uh, stepping outside, and just getting some fresh air. Listening to your favorite jam, you know your favorite music, your favorite song. You know, I coach clients, so for me, I get a lot of people, you know, and I'm I'm holding space for them, and I'm you know getting a lot of energy in the room, and so when they leave, it's like okay, Ru. So let's let's meditate, or let's just jump up and down and shake it all off, you know. But allowing yourself to the work's still going to be there. The, the people are still going to be there, but it's up to you to know your body and to know when you're getting run down, because if you're not feeling engaged in your work, then your work's going to suffer and you're not doing a great job at it anyway. So, so why not give yourself some love, get some water, you know, and, and, and do something where you're just, you're connecting. And maybe that's also a time that you can write in your journal about, you know, the things that you have done, the gratitude piece to reshift the focus. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. So what, what one of the things we found in our own personal journey is that really scheduling things out and having a routine, like you said, is so important because what we always used to do is we'd have big thoughts and big things of what we were going to do, but at the, at the end of the week, none of it actually happened. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's like, it's great, but if it's not listed, so we're like very regimented in how we do it. We plan out our weeks starting on Sunday of what each night's going to look like. Obviously, you got to be a little gracious with yourself. Yes. It doesn't go exactly as planned, but how important do you find having like a firmer schedule is in order to be productive and focused? Yeah. So then you have something, you have something that you're striving for. Be- you're not getting pulled in a million directions. So if you list off, you know, your kids' activities and you list off the the three things that you need to accomplish today and you keep going back and looking at it and being like, okay, where am I to accomplishing this goal? You know, how much closer? And and then when you're getting all these extra, hey, you want to go to coffee, you want to go for lunch, you're able to see how far am I going? How far am I to accomplishing this goal? And you know what? What's the end goal? What's the why? What's the why am I doing all this? What's the purpose of all of this? You know? And so, so going back to that, because we can get easily, easily distracted at the quick fluff stuff, the coffees, the lunches, but what is the why that we're, we're doing what we're doing? So, so important to stay on track, to feel like you're in the driver's seat and with these clear goals you know, you're able to, to get to the next level. So, so yes. So for me, not having that sense of direction growing up, not having that guidance, I had to really, (laughs) really be strict on my schedule of, okay, I'm going to allow myself one coffee today or this week or something like that. And I'm in the process of writing a book. So here's the thing. If I'm not writing each and every day, then I'm not, working towards my goal. So telling myself, okay, you wanted to write this book, you want to do this thing. So how much do you want it? And so really carving that hour for myself, just an hour, it doesn't have to be four hours, but really being realistic with your goals, I think is truly important being realistic. Sometimes we think we can do a lot more than we think we can. And then, like I said, we don't want to beat ourselves up. So 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and it sounds like what you're talking about too, is just holding yourself accountable and like having that accountability. Mm-hmm. And we always recommend like having an accountability partner or just someone available that can kind of put you in check and help you. I mean, not necessarily even like if you're, if you're <laughs> yeah, not that, but just like someone who can give you a kind of a positive lift up. And I, my, it leads into my next question, which is, what do you find like, so you're implementing this stuff, you're trying to be more productive, you're setting positive goals. So what is the role of a positive mindset when you're trying to make all these changes in your life? Yeah, I was going to get to that too, was, you know, and and to rewind a second, I was, you know, you can have your accountability buddy, but also being in integrity with yourself. So if you know what you want to accomplish, are you doing the things to get you there? So nobody's even watching. You're doing it for yourself. So having that, that self-awareness of knowing that it's important to me and I'm not doing this for anyone else. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so it goes back to how we feel about ourselves. Do we even think that we can accomplish these goals? You know, are we putting goals that are like, are just so, you know, that, that we don't even believe in ourselves to do are these things that, you know, like really feeling passionate about ourselves. So I think it just stems down from confidence and we're not born with confidence, but having this practice of, of uh, believing of wanting more and having a purpose. So I think it just all stems down to like, just, just doing your work. And that means doing your personal growth work, doing reading books, listening to podcasts and surrounding yourself with people who may be killing it in the thing that you want to do. So then you're feeling that momentum and you're wanting to, you're feeling energized and you're feeling, you're feeling like, yeah, you have a cheerleader on your side. So, and being your own cheerleader in that process. People always ask, they're like, where you're so, you're positive. I want to be just, you know, I want more of that. And I love your, your videos. And I say to them, I'm like, yeah, well, thank you for loving my videos. But can you tell me why you love the videos? And what are you doing with, with that? You know, you're listening to them, but what are you going to do with that? And so taking action, because we read all the books. And we read the quotes and we do all the things, but putting it into action. And that's the scary part. And, and once you start just doing a little at a time and start with one thing, just start with the one thing that you want to work on first. So you can build that muscle up and get confident, a little more confident, whether it's the health goal or the productivity of doing the time chunk piece or waking up an hour earlier or whatever that means for you. So you can build that confidence and and seeing and celebrating those wins, those many wins. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're still, we're still like an infanthood, I feel like of our journey. I mean, we've made all these changes and we're doing all these things and it's awesome, but I feel like there's just so much more we can tackle and so much more we can learn. So it's just really crazy when you're like saying these things that I'm like, yes, now I need to remember to go do that. Like, yeah, I do read the books and I do, <laughs> I do all these things, <laughs> but tell Meg, go, go put it into action, you dummy. <laughs> wow. But remember like, like a year ago, what would it make do, you know, and just right. how far you've come. And I, I have to do the same. It's like looking back, like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I've learned a few things. All right. I'm doing exactly. it. And and doing it for your kids when you have kids too. You're like, they're watching, they're seeing what I'm doing. So that gives me that extra fire as well. Yeah, for sure. We have, we have two little ones at home too. So we're, uh, 
we know all about making the setting a good example. Yeah. And I do have one other question, and I know we've kind of touched on this, especially with the time chunking and the taking the 10 minute breaks and everything, but we just want to talk a little bit more about the importance of having a cutoff time, maybe like at the end of the day, or even like you said, like four, 10 minutes every 40 minutes, but just that re- rest and relaxation part and kind of like your final thoughts on that. Mm, so important, right? How to turn it off, especially again, if you work with your spouse. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, as I was saying before, in the morning, doing your hard, you know, your heavy, harder work that takes more brain power. And then in the afternoon, doing not, you know, not as more of the fun stuff and and being able to tell yourself, okay, at this time, I'm going to stop and step away. I'm done. The work will be there tomorrow. And I'm going to engage with the kids and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing so my husband and I will go home we'll cook dinner we'll do chores together because that's also a time that we can connect with each other granted I do have a three-year-old and three and a half year old and she'll want mommy and so we just incorporate her with some of the some of the cooking and some of the dishes and all of that jazz but Another piece is putting the phone away, which is so hard to do because there may be an emergency or something, but giving yourself an hour or two or a time in the evening to just put the phones away and connect with your loved one, connect with yourself, something for us parents or just as an individual, give yourself 30 minutes to just yourself at the end of the day to reflect on your day and to just kind of, or just even like check out. (laughs) Right. Give yourself give yourself permission to just check out and you don't have to be on. I think as for women, it's more of like we're always on even when we're resting. Like we're always thinking. I know for guys, I know for my husband, if he wants to check out, he'll turn on, you know, Marvel or, you know, he'll turn on a movie or something or Netflix. But really being able to um, say, okay, what I've done you know, awesome job with what I've accomplished today. And now I'm just going to step away. So give yourself permission and remember if you're enjoying, you know, if you've created a space at home that you really enjoy, then you're going to want to get home to be with that space. So, so always a work in progress, but if you find yourself continuously wanting to work, I would ask yourself, okay, if you're passionate about it, awesome. That's great. Continue that passion and finding time to to be kind and tender to yourself. So give yourself at least, you know, those 30 minutes, that 30 minutes of uh, rest for yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) oh, Ramessa, we're so thankful we got to have you on today. And before we let you go, we wanted to ask for any of the listeners who just want to connect with you personally or just find out more about you, how can they find you? Yes, thank you. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Coach Rue One, the number one. So Coach Rue number one. Facebook under Coach Rue or Coach Ramessa, R-U-M-A-I-S-A. And yeah, I have a website, CoachRamessa.com. So yes, those are all the things. Awesome. Well, we will definitely put that out there for everyone to be able to find you, and we will uh, we'll catch up on over on Instagram. Yes, for sure. Thank you. So nice meeting you guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in another show of Fools in Love podcast. 
If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools and Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.